Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown and welcome to today's show. Today's show is a continuation of what we've been doing these last couple of days, giving you updates on the 60th session of the Commission on the Status of Women. Today is day four. Let me just share with you before I just kind of dive right in, um, for those of you who may not be aware, um, the Commission on the Status of Women is where representatives of member states, United Nations entities, uh, ECOSOC accredited non-governmental organizations, which are NGOs, from all regions of the world attend the session to evaluate the progress on gender equality, they identify the challenges, set global standards, and formulate concrete policies to promote gender equality and the advancement of women worldwide. Amazing, amazing, amazing event. I just became involved with UN Women and CSW and NGOs and the whole UN world a few months ago, and all I was told was, Saida, get ready for CSW. Saida, get ready. And I'm like, okay, you know, I did not realize the magnitude. Think of, you know, right now uh, South by Southwest is happening. So think of South by Southwest, Coachella, uh, all of these big conferences and events that happen, but in the spirit of gender equality. I mean, this is like the holy grail for people like me. For people who are on the front line working tirelessly to have equality just in their towns, in their homes, in their backyards, and, of course, around the world because that's what the United Nations stands for. So today I started my day uh, in the U.N. building, and every morning there is this amazing um, opening where at the top of the day, it sets the tone of what's going on and gives updates. And I had this, they, this morning they were passing out this paper, and it says, I vote for a feminist woman secretary general. I am going to do a whole series on um, the secretary general, you know, the, the campaign for a woman as secretary general. The vote will be taking place later on this year. And so it was so cool because a lot of the women held up these pieces of paper and we took photos and we shared it on Twitter. I mean, it was just the camaraderie. I mean, that I think that's what is what's sinking into my soul so much, the camaraderie of women. You know, CSW brings together women from every race, every ethnicity, from the cradle to the grave pretty much. And in the spirit of let's move our agenda forward, so after I attended that session from 6.30, I'm sorry, from 8.30 in the morning, y'all know I live in Jersey, so I left really early to make sure I'm there on time, um, six, from 8.30 to 9.30. Then there's just a host of side events. Let me share this with you. There are so many events happening, some published, not published. Oh, I forgot to give you a flyer. You're just kind of all over the place attending what you can. But I had the pleasure today of attending um, – a workshop, or they formally it's called a side event, um, entitled uh, Gender Equality and its Link to Sustainable Development. Amazing. So I'm putting all of the, the uh, panelist information on, on the site. You know, you can go to ingoodcompany.pink or nationalcouncilofwomen.org. Um, but the, the spirit of it was 
what is the correlation between women in leadership and its linked to sustainable development? Like, where is the connection? Where is the data? Where is the proof that if we put women in leadership positions, there is we can enjoy the benefits of sustainable development no matter what the industry is and the progress of economies and communities. So it's, it was just superb, but this, is, this was the biggest takeaway. There was a village, and they asked uh, the young girls in the village, what do you aspire to? And they came back with a dishwasher, you know, a handmaiden to some degree, for the most part, housekeeper. And, you know, I kind of aspired to be a little bit more than a housekeeper. I was raised in New York City, you know, Greenwich Village. So I had the pleasure and the joy and the luck um, and the blessing to grow up with parents who taught me I could do anything. But this this is the spirit that the, the young ladies um, shared. This is what they aspired to say. Ask the young men, what do you aspire to? And, you know, village leader and, you know, these masculine and noble professions. Well, this was, you know, short time later, the village elected a woman leader. So they circled back and surveyed the sampling of young women again. You know where I'm going with this. To no surprise, the perspectives of these young girls changed because they were able to actually see, process, have in front of them a living, breathing example of what they could possibly aspire to in life. Without that visual, they couldn't wrap, they couldn't fathom a better life for themselves. And a key takeaway was the length, what role a woman plays in the structural solution of communities, villages, and organizations. It's really boiling down to what do women want? I mean, it's just very, very intriguing. And so when you look at what women want, we have to look at the whole woman. We have to look at the woman from a 360-degree perspective. And I shared with one of the panelists post the event that when my children were young, I graduated from college and started working. And at the time, my youngest son was about two years old. And I just did not see a path. You know, I don't even dare say I had no vision because that was not it. Um, But I didn't see a path. You know, my children, and I've shared this publicly many times, they're almost five years apart. So at the time, I was dropping my almost seven-year-old off at one location, my two-year-old off at another location, and I still had to be at work by 9 o'clock in the morning. I lived in Jersey, commuted into New York City every day. I said, I cannot do this for the rest of my life. I will go crazy. I quit my job. Now, there have been some moments of regret. Perhaps there were other roads I could have taken, but that was the right decision for me at that time. Now, fast forward to 2016, my children are grown, they're functioning adults, just awesome individuals, and now your, your, your Social Security benefits statement comes in the mail. Well, of course, my husband, there's this continuity of earnings and this wonderful, phenomenal number of how much money he will earn in Social Security when he retires. And then there's mine. And there's zero after zero after zero after zero. I would love to see a world that 
a woman can take time off to raise her children, but money is still deposited into her Social Security account based on past earnings, based on future, or, you know, whatever metrics they would use. But, you know, just going back to women and its link to sustainable development, perhaps if I had a mentor, um, I would have been able to stay in the workforce for that block of years uh, where my children, where I felt my only option at this at that juncture was to remove myself from the workplace. In the big picture, what talent are we losing? Look at the massive amount of talent that we're losing, the, the, the brain drain, so to speak, because women just feel they don't feel that there's a place for them in the workforce. I'm lucky. I, I'm, I mean, I'm super lucky. I'm in my mid-40s, so I was able to, you know, once my children got a certain age, I was like, look, guys, I'm out. I have things I need to do. But and, and further, I was able to rebound financially. What if women don't have that support system? What if, you know, they don't have a mate or a partner? These are the most agonizing decisions that women have to make. And there are decisions that we really have to look at, or do we really want to be at a place where a woman feels her only option is just to remove herself from productivity, from really contributing to society? How much further could society have gone, sustainable development, had I not left the workforce for so many years? So these are the topics, the wonderful, wonderful topics that were explored in this side event that I attended today. So then in the afternoon, we had uh, I attended a few networking receptions with women. My dear, dear friend Veronica from Equal Pay, we've been hanging tough all week. There's so many lovely pictures. Um, my dear friend Janice Bennett from New York Life, we took a couple of selfies. I mean, just looking at financial empowerment, looking at the whole woman. And I must say that's not my original idea. That was uh, a phrase that I heard during one of my side events that I really feel that I'm going to use start using that hashtag because we have to understand as women we are not relegated or put in this silo that for this amount of years we are this, for this amount of years we are that, and for this next block of years we are who we are 365 days a year, seven days a week. And so while attending all of these events at CS, during CSW, which I'm just soaking it all in, I really hope to walk away. You know, today is day four. Tomorrow is day five. I really, really hope to walk away with newer relationship, new relationships, newer perspectives. You know, there's a way, that I, you know, that this whole experience is sprinkling a little bit of seasoning, a little salt and pepper on my beliefs. And what I personally want to accomplish while on this side of heaven, and it's just terrific listening to the stories of other women once again to put things into perspective for women that are here in the United States. So on the blog, ingoodcompany.pink, I'm going to continue to list um, so many events that are happening, public events. If you are on my mailing list, please, please subscribe. You know I have this cool pink box that says, Stay calm and subscribe. That way you can get daily updates about what's going on during CSW. The last piece is I have met the most amazing women that I, I will, I'm starting to plan for interviews once everybody goes back to their country. They have my contact information. You are going to hear from the most unique voices from around the world. So stay tuned. Continue to listen to this podcast because we are going to be doing some serious pro-women work during 2016. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer 
or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your girl, Cy Brown, and I'll see you tomorrow.